So here's a fun story. One time, me and Kevin went to Halloween Horror Nights, and while we were there, we naturally got talking about our underwear. Always seems to happen at a Halloween Horror Nights. Sure. But this is when Kevin first told me about MeUndies. Uh, I'd heard about MeUndies from a lot of people, but for whatever reason, Kevin was the one that really sold me on them, and I've made the switch, and I'm so happy that I did. They're so comfortable, they don't crinkle up. Sometimes it doesn't even feel like I'm wearing anything. Nothing at all. It's stupid sexy flanders. And they come <laughs> in, in great patterns that are super fun. Uh, right now, what am I wearing right now? Uh, oh, I got the Office on right now. The Office version, Dunder Mifflin. Nice, I got some wolves. Super fun patterns and super buttery smooth and just the most comfortable underwear I've ever worn. And we want you guys to enjoy MeUndies as much as we do. So right now, if you go to cultusplat.com slash MeUndies, that's cultusplat.com slash MeUndies, and click on build a pack, you can get 30% off packs of three, six, or 10. That is a good deal. It is a good deal. In fact, it's a great deal. So go get it. Get yourself some comfy ass undies and put your ass in some me undies. Cult of Splat members, and happy Halloween. I am your host, Taylor Bartle, joined once again by my co-host, Kevin Nesgoda. Boo. Oh, you went with boo instead of yo this time. I did. Because it's spooky. Yeah, I, I scared you. I saw you. I saw you flinch. I, yeah, I was I was so startled. So, so scared. Happy Halloween, sir. Happy Halloween. The best holiday of the year. You got any big Halloween plans? I have no idea. Sweet. They're, yeah. Everything is up in the air right now, so, you know, could end up staying home. Could potentially be doing other things in another country. We'll see. <laughs> Halloween's on a Monday this year, which really sucks. <laughs> it's like the those? worst day of the week the, to have a Halloween. Yeah, and it's going to be like Tuesday next year, Wednesday the year after. <laughs> No, I think it'll be a Thursday. No, it'll be Sunday next year. Will it? Yeah. That's still not a good day for Halloween. No, that might act, that might be worse, actually. Yeah. But oh. in two years, it'll be Saturday. Yay! Yeah, we're going to the zoo uh, on Sunday with with my mom and uh, my buddy Tony and his wife and his kid. Who His kid is dressing up as a werewolf, which nice. is adorable. Nice. So, you know, that's the one benefit about kids. You can make them look how you want them to look up until a certain age. Yeah. And he goes, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I will need a video of that. But yeah, like our zoo does this thing where they give all the animals like pumpkins and like trick or treat bags and stuff. And the animals just tear through it. It's it's fun. Nice. The best is surprisingly the warty pigs. Really? Yeah, they they give them like little treat bags and stuff. And they put them all over their little pen and they like go from spot to spot and just like dig their nose through it and stuff. It's awesome. Oh my God. That's amazing. We got uh, our Halloween bark box the other day and pro gray um, was very impatient 
I saw there was a like a ghost or something, like a ghost drinking a beer. Yeah, it's called Sheep Faced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. But yeah, she got pretty impatient. She's like, you're not opening this fast enough and started like trying to open it with her nose. But now anytime <laughs> we get a package that remotely, well, we get a lot of boxes. Um, so she's like, hey, it's puppy Christmas. <laughs> I, I will have that. And like, no, you don't want mother's makeup. Don't forget BarkBox.com slash Colt Split. That's where I got ours. So today uh, we are discussing a, a Halloween classic. Uh, it, one of the, the spookiest movies that we could find. Ever. Uh, a, a true horror icon. <laughs> it's almost an anthem of horror, if you will. Uh, I mean, it, if you're listening to this, you already know because it's, it's the name of the episode. But we're talking about Ernest Scared Stupid. We are. And I haven't seen this movie since I was like 10. Oh, really? You picked it. I figured you would watch it like regularly. I watched it all the time when I was a kid, but I don't think I've seen it since I was like, maybe, okay, maybe like 12 or 13. But yeah, like when it was on back in the day, I think it was on HBO constantly during Halloween season. And just because I'm a Halloween whore, um, you know, I watch anything that's remotely scary. And I watch this quite a bit. Yeah, I, I watch this almost every year. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have a list of Halloween movies I have to watch every year. It, and this is one of them? Yep. Nice. So you've seen this a lot more than I had, probably. It sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. It's still, as I remember it, but, you know, through a 40-year-old lens and not a 12-year-old lens. Yeah, the jokes <laughs> hit a little different. They hit, definitely hit a little different. There are some in here that are just like, oh, hey, I get that one now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know who didn't get it was the critics. They don't because they gave it a, a Rotten Tomato score of 17 percent. I think they were scared. Stupid. <laughs> I think they were stupid. Both. Uh, audience not. Well, I mean, better, but the audience was 50 50. I could see that. I get it. Yeah, they were they were split. Uh there was no critics consensus on RottenTomatoes.com, but there was only six reviews and only two of them included th- thoughts. The other two were just numbers. <laughs> this sucks. We're over it. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and just read those two reviews. All right. Uh, up first is Austin Kennedy of Sin Magazine. Who said, in a perfect world, the kids from the Monster Squad would have teamed up with Ernest to battle the trolls. Now that would be a fun movie. That's not what was made, though, was it? What an absolutely ridiculous review. This movie would have been better if it was another movie combined with another movie. Also, the kids weren't what made Monster Squad good. It was the monsters. monsters. (laughs) I don't know that putting the kids from Monster Squad in this would have made it all that much better. I don't think so. Uh, Our other review comes from Kevin Fiddler of Henderson Home News that said, literally, this is the whole review. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? I like that one. That one. Yeah, that one's fine. That's the review, but he gave it a one out of five. Oh, go fuck yourself, Kevin. I'm so baffled by that review. He just quoted the movie and then gave it the worst possible score. (sighs) Oh. 
Yeah, again, go fuck yourself, Kevin. You know, I hear that phrase constantly in my house. All Kevins are assholes. That's what we determined, right? That's right. In like our second episode. I think so. We've, we've, we have canon. How do we not have an all Kevins are assholes shirt? How do I not own that shirt? All right. I'll make right. it. It'll, it'll be up on up on cultusplat.com by next week. Sweet. Uh, it'll probably be up this weekend. Probably. So this is from 1991, uh, directed by John R. Cherry III, written by Charles Gale and Coke Sams. Who does not have a wiki, so I don't know jack shit about Cokey here. Yeah, uh, I don't know much about any of these people. I think cherry did most of the Ernest movies that's what i would imagine okay before we get into this what was your favorite Ernest movie growing up this one this one okay i was i like i don't like a lot of the Ernest movies a lot of them got bad uh i would say it's this and christmas are like the top tier okay and then probably goes to jail is the next tier down yeah i like that one a lot Ernest goes to camp went way off the rails especially at the end when he channeled the native american powers and you know the guy was shooting him with a high-powered rifle and nothing was happening and yet that's the only one that's fresh are you fucking serious 62 <laughs> percent. jesus christ all right then uh, yeah i so, can't remember Ernest saves christmas i'm gonna have to rewatch that oh yeah man I think so all IMDb the Ernest movies are free on YouTube right now anyway. I so. would be surprised if they're not. Yeah. Uh, IMDb synopsis says, Ernest accidentally unleashes an ugly troll that plots to transform children into wooden dolls in the town of Briarville, Missouri. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. That's like back-to-back weeks is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, should we just dive right in? Let's dive right in. Let's grab our Bulgarian Miak and do this. All right. So uh, the opening credits are really cool, in my opinion. They're done in a very kind of old school monster movie style. I love this. Uh, Lots of like lightning flashes across the sky. I think a lot of these, there's just like clips interspersed in that I think are just classic monster movies. Yeah, it was Nosferatu, White Zombie, Phantom from Space, Brain from Planet Eris. The Screaming Skull, Missile to the Moon, Hideous Sun Demon, which is a classic. The Giant Gila Monster, not so classic. (laughs) Battle Beyond the Sun and Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, I imagine most of those, if not all of them, are probably uh, public domain at this point. I believe so. Little Shop of Horrors is the oldest one, or the youngest one at 1960. Yeah, I think, I don't remember how long it has to be for... To fall into public domain, but I think it's fifty years, maybe seventy-five. I don't know. Nosferatu is a hundred years old. Wow, isn't that in, that's insane to me? Nineteen twenty-two. Yeah, that was nineteen twenty-one. I don't know, but yeah, it's uh, it's old. It's, it's so old. funny. So, <laughs> a couple of Halloweens ago, uh, we went and saw Nosferatu with a live orchestra. Oh, that'd be cool as hell. And then we were watching Superstore and uh, Ben Feldman invited people to go see Nosferatu with a live orchestra and everyone made fun of him for it. (laughs) (laughs) 
No. I, that would be like one of the coolest ways to see Nosferatu. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Anyway, so uh, this is Briarville, Missouri, as IMDb said. Uh, we, we open up long ago. That's all we know. We don't know an exact year, but that's according to the, uh, the text on the screen. Briarville, Missouri, long ago. Many, many moons. We see a little girl being chased through the woods by a, an unseen creature. We kind of get a perspective of whatever is chasing her, following her through the woods. Uh, it finally catches up to her. And we just see this furry hand come on, just come into frame and reach out for her. But whatever it is, gets caught in a net by all the local townsfolk. Ha ha thing. And it gets dragged off to the middle of the woods where Jim Varney, who plays Ernest, in this case is playing uh, Phineas P. Worrell. Yes. Uh, Ernest's great, 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 great grandfather. The six greats. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he's got like these big mutton chops. <laughs> he looks very, uh, very pilgrimic. Is that a word? Sure it is now. Pilgrimy? Yeah. Yeah, like pilgrimish, pilgrimish. So, basing upon like generations, and this I would say this is late 1600s, early 1700s. Was Missouri even a, settled at this point beyond Native Americans? If it was the 1600s, America wasn't settled. <laughs> no, at the 1600s, you know, we had say the Salem witch trials, you know. Thanks, Grampy, um, for that. Uh, that was like nine generations ago for me. So, yeah, I would say it's like 1700-ish. 1750, maybe. Yeah, America's not America, and I don't think we're really anywhere near the Mississippi River at this point. No, probably not. Uh, but they, they bury this creature, whatever it is, and uh, but we hear it saying, it says, Hear me, Phineas Worrell. When the face of death covers the moon, one with your blood in his veins will release me, and victory will at last be mine. That's not ominous at all. No, not at all. No. I'd be like, oh, Psh. yeah, nothing's going to happen. We cut to, you know, quote unquote, present day being 1991. We see a girl named Elizabeth who is giving a report about the events that we just saw. Uh, and we find out that this creature was Trantor the Troll. What a name. And this one kid in the classes just starts giving Elizabeth shit because he's like, this is supposed to be a report about the history of our town, not some made up story. Not like and the Sasquatch. teacher is just like, what was that? It's not like Sasquatch. <laughs> not like Sasquatch. Sasquatch is a part of history of Pacific Northwest, of course. Of course. And, you know, one of us may have done a report on Sasquatch at some point in time for school. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I'm shocked we haven't done like Harry and the Hendersons or some kind of Sasquatch movie yet. We're keeping that, you know, for when we want to get John Lithgow into uh, the Hall of Fame, I feel. All right. I, w I went to the house the other day. Did you? Oh, yeah. You yeah. told me that. Yeah. It's like two blocks from me. <laughs> that is so. God, you live in my aunt's old neighborhood because my aunt lived across the street and I was there when they were filming it. It was funny because we walked by and uh, my girlfriend was just like, that's a really cool house. And I was just like. Wait a minute. Hold up. Uh, so, but the teacher says, uh, you know, legends and myths are a part of history, especially here in Briarville. Whatever that means. Whatever. Yeah. You know, is Briarville even a real place? Probably not. Probably not. But she says, like, especially here in Briarville, like, Missouri is known for its myths and legends. 
Okay. Like, I feel like myths and legends are known for, like, the Northeast or the Northwest. And yeah. the South, there's some weird legends, but... Uh, let's see. So we see this garbage truck roll by. Oh, and who's driving? And Elizabeth... Elizabeth continues her report by saying that uh, legend has it that from that moment on, Phineas's descendants will get dumber and dumber and dumber. Oh, no. Of course, introduced to Ernest P. Worrell, who has created this like garbage machine. It's like a remote control and it like has big garbage, like big plastic garbage cans with soapy mops and it just I don't washes know what was... the garbage? I don't know. I was like, what is that supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, you got to remember, he's like, you know, getting dumber and dumber over seven generations or whatever it is now. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but he calls himself a man of destiny, the ruler of refuse, the czar of jars, and the baron of bottles, and the duke of dust. All right. Uh, but suddenly the machine starts going haywire. His little dog starts going crazy. His dog's name is Rimshot. Dudes. Uh, is Rimshot Wishbone? Yes. It's the same dog. It, it is. Yeah. Okay. Because if not, they look exactly alike. I think it was the same dog through most of the movies. I believe so. Yeah. Um, but Ernest falls into the back of the truck. And Rimshot hits the switch to make it, you know, compact. Uh-oh. So Ernest is freaking out. He tries. To, he grabs this muffler that's in the back, and he tries to use that to stop the walls, but it just crushes that. Um, he tries to use a shovel, and it just snaps the shovel in half. And so he's looking around, and he picks up this baby doll, <laughs> and he's just he does this baby doll voice where he's like, "No, don't stick my head in those gears. <laughs> I have a family." <laughs> Ernest says, "I'll send him a nice card." Oh, at least he's considerate. <laughs> And he shoves this doll in the gears and it's like, y'all never get away with this, Ernest. I know where you live. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rimshot's in the cab, just like honking the horn. Just hitting every button known to man in there. Yeah. Bernus finds the remote and he pulls the batteries out. And so the door stops <sighs> and he's like, <laughs> the Ernest the, laugh. The, the Ernest laugh. Yeah. But suddenly this energy just like flies across his hands <laughs> from the battery of the road and the doors start going again. Oh, son of a bitch. That's not how that works. Uh, but lucky Elizabeth and uh, Kenny, her friend. Kenny? Kenny? Oh my God. Uh, they show up in time to let Ernest out. Ernest's boss tells him that he has to go to the old Hackmore place. I guess, no, he's talking to the sheriff. The sheriff. And he, he, yeah. he says that, you know, Ernest is supposed to go to the Hackmore place. Clean it they up. see the truck go in the wrong direction. So the sheriff, which is Kenny's dad, pulls over this garbage truck. Uh, Kenny and Elizabeth are in the cab and he, you know, tells them to get out. Tells Ernest he has to go clean up the Hackmore place or he's fired. I don't know how the sheriff has that kind of jurisdiction. But, you know, there seems to be 12 people in this entire town. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, let's see. So he goes to the old Hackmore place and he tells Rimshot that we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. Plus the known fact that old lady Hackmore will turn us into a couple of drooling red eyed zombies if she catches us. It's nothing to be scared of. 
But so he knocks on the door and out comes old lady Hackmore, played by Eartha Kitt. I had no idea that was her until today. Really? Yeah, no idea. Of course, the original Catwoman from the Batman TV series. 66 and, symbol. Uh, as, as we all know, slept with Pierce Hawthorne in an airport bathroom. I didn't know that. <laughs> we just rewatched Community, so... I need to... I've seen like three episodes of Community. Oh, yeah. Chevy Chase's character uh, mentions many times that he slept with Eartha Kitt in, a airport, in an airplane bathroom. She seems a bit classier than that. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, you find out that he never actually did. All right. In the musical puppet episode. There's a musical puppet episode? Yep. Was that one done by Donald Glover? Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Pause. Um, sorry. Uh, let's see. Okay. So, uh, he not, Hackmore comes out and, you know, Ernest says, we're here to clean up all this garbage. She says, there's no garbage here. Just expressions of the soul. There was some cool art there. It weirdly enough, it kind of reminds me of the yard from the week before, from Nothing But Trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah lots of like metal, uh, metal work and stuff. But she says to him, "Aren't you the Warl kid?" I'm like, "Kid, <laughs> he's like 50." Yeah, but she says, "You'll you'll bring the curse down upon us all." So Ernest leaves. Meanwhile, Kenny and Elizabeth uh, and their friend Joey. They're building this janky ass little haunted house out of like cardboard boxes and pl- pallets. Yeah, it's not very good. No, it's like it's not even big. Like it's it's literally like one like maybe maybe like a washing machine box or something. Yeah, it's something a three year old will play in. Yeah, it's 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 like that, and then one other little wood piece. Right. So it's it's maybe six feet long. Like it's nothing. No, not not at all. But they're talking about it like it's this big grand thing. She's like, they're going to come this way and then they're going to come over here and then they're going to do this. And I'm like, there's not room for all that to happen. No. You know, maybe one person at a time could do it. And they'd have to be small. Yeah. But the mean old Murdoch brothers come along. Oh, those goddamn Murdochs. They trash the place. They push it over. They, I mean, trash the place is generous because they literally just push it over. Yeah, it, it falls rather easily. But so Kenny goes to Ernest and he starts saying, you know, oh, these these bastard Murdoch kids wrecked our haunted house. And so Ernest is just like, oh, they wrecked your haunted house. You know what you need to do is you need to get the high ground like the Ottomans. The Ottomans? And Kenny's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And then Ernest uh, just turns into a a dozen different people. At least. Um, I'm just going to play this scene. Okay. Wait. It was a dark night in Robotswana. Yeah. Giant Bula Bula flying the still air. Then it came, the screeching war cry of the Ottoman horn. Ah! We're the Ottomans, and you're not. You're in a world of it now, pal. Oh, my. I'm afraid. Sure, I'm scared. Everybody in. Hey, boss, one is scared. It looks like curtains. 
this place is just screaming for Drake. Don't worry about the Ottomans. They're just wusses. They're all talk. I knew an Ottoman Eagle Scout. He got a merit badge in wholesale slaughter. Ah! Come on, Ottomans. Take a piece of me. <laughs> what we need is the high ground. The high ground is no good without trees. Raiden, Romans, Botswanians, lend me your trees. There ain't no trees in Botswana. Uh-uh. I know. I am a Botswanian lumberjack, and I ain't never had a job. We need dress shield. It needs the high ground to keep away from us. Because we're the Ottomans. Ah! Ernest, I know. I know what we need is a treehouse. I thought we needed dress shield. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're the Ottomans, and you're not. I think honestly my favorite is uh, I'm a Botswana lumberjack and I've never had a job. job. (laughs) He's obviously Canadian. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's like there's the lumberjack, there's a cowboy, there's like a World War II pilot kind of guy. There's a Uh, Roman. Yeah, there's a Roman. There's an old lady and then there's like a Botswana lumberjack. There's like a, a Mount Rose type of woman there is a mount rose type woman with a <laughs> neck brace and <laughs> uh yeah he it's all over the place i don't really understand what's happening there no i'm googling right now does botswana have trees <laughs> i mean probably not that's why he's never had a job i'm looking at pictures of botswana and i see trees <laughs> they so have like realizing- those yeah, those they have those like really big thick trees that looks like they're upside down. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh there is some some regrettable brown face in there. I was about to say, yeah, when he's being in an ottoman and you know going for that pure Turkish look. Yeah. It's not it's not great. No. But I mean, the end result as we heard is Kenny decides they need a treehouse. I thought they needed dress shield. <laughs> so they go out into the woods and Ernest tells them, you know, the most important part of building a treehouse is selecting your tree. Of course. So they go up to this one and he kind of knocks on it and it's, it sounds hollow. And he's like, hmm, too much base. So he finds this other one. And he goes, this one's nice. And then it just falls over. It was a good tree. Lived a long life. Was happy. There's another one that where a bird is in it and it poops on his face. <laughs> and he's like, oh, this one's inhabited. But then they see this weird, creepy, like, archway. Like, this wooden archway. It kind of looks like the uh, the doorway at the end of the good place. Yeah. Except it's creepy. Right. It's dark and there's, like, smoke coming out from behind it and stuff. But Ernest is just like, ooh, that's neat. Let's go in there because nothing ever bad happens into a, you know, going into a eerie wooded glen. So they go in there and they find this big giant tree and they're like, this, this is perfect. It looks staged. (laughs) I mean, yeah. It was a nice tree, though. But so Ernest tells him, um, you know, he goes in and he goes, "If, if we get separated, Remember, the way to find north is that the bark always grows on the outside of the tree. Great. Which, uh, yeah. <laughs> but so he's like, just like uh, 
just as the journey of a thousand steps or a thousand miles begins with a single step, a treehouse begins with a single nail. And so he starts hammering this board into the tree. And the, the hammering we see wakes up inside the tree down uh, buried underneath the tree is Trantor the troll. Do you also want to call, you call him Trogdor as well? <laughs> I didn't before, but now I do. <laughs> Trantor! But they finish the, the treehouse. Uh, Joey says that it's very neat. They knock that thing out in like an hour. And it's the most intricate treehouse I've ever seen. And I yeah. wanted one like that my entire life. There's I, a lot to it. If I had kids, we'd build that treehouse. But Joey is just like, that is neat. But Hackmore shows up and she's just like, what have you done? And she says, she says that, you know, the, uh, the, the nightmare will, will walk again or something like that. She's just so full of exposition through the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. She says, you know, all the trees in the world, you had to pick this one. And Ernest just like, look, we didn't know it was your land. Okay. And technically we're not on your land. We're, we're above, above it. it. <laughs> Can we He's talk air it. rights? Yeah. He's got a point. I mean, yeah. So he like runs off chasing after old lady Hackmore and the goddamn Murdochs show up. They're just lumbering around because, you know, they're fat kids. <laughs> they're... What they oh, were. what was the Greg Giraldo joke? Um, <laughs> something about our fat little kids just wheeling on the rolling around their wheelies from snack to snack. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a purveyor? <laughs> oh, I wish I wish I could do the joke justice, but I don't remember it. We'll R.I.P. Greg Geraldo. <laughs> but the Murdochs start throwing rocks at the treehouse because they're just little pricks. Yeah, they're just dicks. But our our heroes have a cat food gun <laughs> that has a shitload of cat food. Yeah, they had a bunch of cat food. I don't know if they were like on the Charlie Kelly diet or what, but um, yeah. Ernest could have called Charlie Kelly because, you know, their industry and bird rights, you know, bird law, bird law. Yeah. But yeah, it's this weird kind of gun made of like PVC pipe and you like you put a can of cat food in the top and it shoots out the food and extinguishes the can out the other side yeah and it had like the old nintendo controllers too to fire which was pretty sweet yeah it had just like little handles with buttons on top yeah uh they also have a pizza flinger which just seems like a waste of good pizza to me well those pizzas look rancid that's true maybe they were just old gross pizzas they found in the trash or something who would throw away a whole they, somebody threw away a lot of pizza because <laughs> they I shot mean, like maybe... 12 at those kids <laughs> Maybe a Domino's or something? I don't know. I'm surprised that town even knows what pizza is. <laughs> but yeah, this thing, is just you, like, you crank it back and you put the pizza on the tray and then you push a button and it like flings it. Yeah. Like a Frisbee. And so eventually the Murdochs get tired of being covered in pizza and cat food and they shake their fist at them and they <laughs> say, you ain't seen the last of me. Shake harder, boy. But so Miss Hackmore tells Ernest that the troll is going to come back and is going to go after the children. But Ernest, I guess maybe Ernest comes back and he's telling the story. I don't remember exactly yeah. how, he got, but he's, he's telling the kids the story. Okay. And so he says, you know, she says, 
that uh, the troll can only be awoken on the night before Halloween. Which is tonight. But, you know, it would only happen if a whorl. Like you. <laughs> were to put his hands on the tree like this. And say, yay, I, I call forth Trantor. But what are the odds of that happening? <laughs> and then the lightning strikes. Yeah, lightning and thunder. Yeah. And the kids all freak out and they run away. Thunder rolls. That's the song you're going with? I don't know. <laughs> it had thunder and lightning in the, and it's the only thing that popped in my head. I don't listen to country yet. That's the first thing that popped in my head. That's what I was going to say. What's Isn't there like a Imagine Dragon song or something? And I, the thunder? Isn't that? That's somebody. Somebody. <laughs> Could be Imagine Dragons. Could be Panic at the Disco. I don't know. I don't listen to the kid bops nowadays. Yeah. You listen to the kids bop? <laughs> because I wanna. <laughs> this is the album of little kids singing songs that are way too inappropriate for kids to be singing. Way too inappropriate. <laughs> little kids singing like, I kissed a girl and stuff. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> Genie in a bottle. I think that was like the one that kind of pushed him over the oh, edge. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, don't want to hear okay, an eight-year-old so... singing about rubbing her the right way. No, I do no. not. Stop it. Bad so trans- kids songs. Bad kids bop. Yeah. This is why you're out of business. <laughs> but so Trantor arrives, gets up in the treehouse with Ernest. Ernest is just like, oh, I hope you're from Keebler. I love that line. I still use that line to this day. He also tells him, you better watch out because I know Tai Chung Fu, Chow Mein, and I saw Hulkamania three times, once in slow motion. So he learned how to be really racist in slow motion? Yes. He says, I saw Hulkamania. Like, what, what does that mean? I don't think he knows what Hulkamania is. I don't think so either. I Unless don't think he means he, he, like he saw him hulking up. Well, everybody saw Hulk Hogan hulk up. Well, yeah, he did it like three times a match. Yeah. You. I'm not going to lose this match, brother, brother. That doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> but we see Joey. The He's like the nerdy friend. He gets stuck in like a bog or something. What the hell was this kid doing? And why did the, his two friends leave him? They said, oh, we all live on the same street. But I'm going to go this way for some reason. Yeah, they like get out of the woods and they're just like, okay, see ya. And they all split up. Yeah. That makes sense. We're all scared. Okay, let's go separate directions. And they were also on a street. Yeah. And the, How did Joey end up in this fucking bog or whatever it is? Well, we have to take into account this is Missouri and like, you know, it's one of the, you know, least habitable states, I believe. Does does Missouri have bogs? The I I don't know. I don't think they do. No, I've flown over Missouri, so I don't have, like, you know, boots on the ground information about Missouri. I hear they have a giant arch, though. Yes, that much I can confirm. But, yeah, Joey gets caught in this bog, and uh, he hears, I think it's Kenny's voice. Kenny! He's just like, oh, here, I got you, don't worry. And he helps him up, and then he looks up, and he, it's Trantor. Goddamn Trantor. Trantor is apparently a master... Of uh, impressions, he's he's like a uh, he was he's like Jay Farrow before Jay Farrow. 
I was going to say the dude from Police Academy, Michael Winslow. Oh, Michael Winslow, yeah. Michael Winslow didn't do voices, though. He no, did he, sound effects. He did sound effects, that's true. Jay Farrow does good voices. Yeah. Uh, but um, Trantor turns Joey into this like wooden doll of himself. And shrinks it down, which is just like very handy for you know, making it portable. Well, yeah, he shrinks it down to like doll size. Yeah. And he puts it in the tree. And the tree glows and produces Brussels sprouts. Yeah, slimy Brussels sprouts. But so Ernest goes to the sheriff and he's he's like, you know, ah, there's this terrible ugly troll and he's got a big nose and he's got big ears and big lips. And and the sheriff's just like, Ernest, you, you just had a nightmare. Just pinch yourself. <laughs> and this is like... This is a joke that's very subtle. Like Ernest says it in the background, so you don't really hear it. But he's like, ow, that really hurt. <laughs> like in between while he's still yelling about the troll. And I like how they, the cops like, you know, there's nothing wrong ever. It's fine. Just shh and go back to bed. There's no troll. Yeah. There's no ghost. There's no nothing trying to kill you. Everything is fine. And like Kenny, too, is just like, I was there, dad. I saw it. Like there's there's definitely something out there. And his dad's just like, shut the fuck up and go to bed. And just backhands him, throws him through you a little window. idiot. <laughs> I'm an adult. You are a child. One of us has a brain and the other one is still forming. And Float also Kenny is there. Yeah. And Kenny. <laughs> That's what he was saying to Ernest, right? He's calling yeah. Ernest child. Saying his brain hadn't formed. Yeah. <laughs> but so they go back to old lady Hackmore and she's just like, she's basically like, why did it have to be trolls? Because she says that uh, she says she can handle vampires and werewolves and ghouls and zombies, but not trolls, not trolls, trolls to me on the very bottom of that list, unless you go to the trolls from the movie troll or Bowie or Bowie. Good point. <laughs> but luckily she has a book on trolls that she never wanted to open in her whole life. I swear to God, like every horror movie with a creature somebody has a book on that creature <laughs> and it looks like they were all written by some like fairy tale author in the 1700s yeah <laughs> it's like you know a lot of good calligraphy pictures and you know ambic pentameter iambic pentameter what 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 the hell did you just say <laughs> iambic pentameter is what uh, shakespeare wrote in oh Okay. That was not a word I knew. <laughs> oh. Learn a book, Taylor. <laughs> Learn a book. But for in, in this book, it says, From the innocence of five, an evil army shall arise. When blossoms shower down like rain, my dark, ting- my dark kingdom will come again. There is one who can stop me if he will dare with the heart of a child and a mother's care. Aw. Wait, did you to say... Which Ernest re- did you to say which Ernest replies... Well, yeah, because I had to rhyme like I had to rhyme rain. That's true. Good point. But she tells this to Ernest and he says, are there any more pictures? <laughs> and he, he says it so earnestly, earnestly, too. earnestly. Ha ha. <laughs> I did not intend that pun to happen. But she says, you know, you have to stop him. It's, it's your destiny. And he says, me? No, this is, we're talking real danger here. Stand and deliver. Firing line. Moment of truth. End of the line. Eighth level Mario Brothers. God damn the eighth level Mario Brothers. <laughs> I had not beaten it at that point yet. 
Which one's the eighth level? Uh, that's Bowser. It's a lava level. There's only eight levels. Yeah, four level, four levels per, or four zones per level. Oh yeah, because there's worlds, different worlds. Yeah. So there's technically 32 levels, and you can like skip half of them if you know oh, yeah, the right tubes to go down. Yeah. But so Ernest starts running down the street, just like Paul revering. He's yelling through a bullhorn. The, the, the trolls are coming. The trolls are coming. It'd have been great if somebody, like a British person, like, dear Lord, a troll. <laughs> I say. <laughs> Not during tea. <laughs> but Ernest goes to the Tulip Brothers, Tommy and Billy Tulip. Yeah, I love these two. Who own the local uh, hardware store, I guess. It's, it's, like, it's just kind of a... Just kind of an apothecary. Like they just sell yeah, a little bit of everything. Everything. I was going to say emporium, but an apothecary is also a good word for it. Thank you, Shit's Creek. <laughs> but he goes and he says, you know, there, there's a big troll. We got to we got to do something. And Tommy Tulip tells him, well, you know, you're, you're lucky because when I was sanctioned in Germany in the 82nd Airborne, I was in charge of the troll destruction unit. Oh, that is helpful. And he tells him, boy, have I got a deal for you. And so he's selling him all this stuff. He's got a troll spray. He's got troll nunchucks, troll bait, no troll strips, just any kind of troll repellent or troll weapons you could think of or couldn't think of because they're made up. Yep. And one trolling motor. (laughs) (laughs) Grand total. Was that the first like trolling reference ever? What do you mean? Like he's like, like an internet troll? Yeah, he's like, I'm trolling you with this trolling motor at this time. That's I mean, he's technically trolling Ernest, but yeah. that was this was before trolling was a phrase. True. That's what I'm saying. He's, this could be the first. He's trolling Ernest with the trolling motor, motor. To, to to fight the, the troll. troll. Yeah. <laughs> that he doesn't believe exists. Is it trollception? Is that trollception? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> multiple layers i think yeah we just took this movie way deeper than it should be (laughs) but grand total for all this is one thousand seven hundred forty nine dollars ninety eight cents plus Plus tax uh but but that includes the album of troll love songs (laughs) (laughs) but so kenny and elizabeth uh they go to the tree and they find the joey doll Hey, that looks just like Joey. Oh, well. Meanwhile, Trantor is just like roaming the streets and he grabs some random skateboard kid. Because that skateboard kid was up to no good. He was probably like a relative of Scott Pachitis. <laughs> Pachitis! <laughs> I know you left that peach pit. He did kind of look like Pachitis. He did kind of look like Pachitis. The same kind of hair, yeah. But Hackmore says that if the the pods, the Brussels sprouts, if they touch the ground, all is lost. And so she she's you know reading over this book again, going over this thing about uh, you know the heart of a child and stuff. And she's like, "We need a child's heart." <laughs> and Kenny's just like, "Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go now." What well, so Ernest sets a troll trap in a dumpster. It puts a big sign on it that says Troll Motel. <laughs> kids in here. <laughs> kids kids free. Free kids. <laughs> you know how many pedophiles stop by that dumpster? <laughs> <laughs> Did 
Jeffrey Jones was like, ooh. Hey, now. <laughs> but they ring it up with an alarm. And uh, Ernest, he goes to leave, but the door slams down on his hand. And I love he like looks at his hand and looks back and looks at his hand and looks back and then just. <laughs> He's like, okay, this is going to hurt. But when? <laughs> so Kenny goes home and he hears something outside. And so he goes and this troll jumps out of their, their boat that's in the backyard and tackles Kenny. But it's not Trantor. No. No, it's more of like a monkey suit looking troll. And in fact, it's one of the Murdochs in a suit. I hate those goddamn Murdoch kids. And so at this point, Kenny's mom comes home and starts yelling at Kenny. How dare you do things? <laughs> she was just like, Kenny, why aren't you studying or something? And he's like, because I just got jumped by a. D- dipshit in a troll costume. The mayor's sons were just beating the fuck out of me, mom. What do you want? You saw it. Yeah, but he's just like, you know, I, I was with Ernest earlier and she's like, oh, you have no business with Ernest. And this was the first point I was like, you know, why isn't anyone more concerned that Ernest is hanging out with these children so much? That's a good point, but I think we get our answer when the entire town has a Halloween party f- together. Kids and adults all in one room. That also is just like, you know, even as a kid, I was like, that doesn't <laughs> seem right. Point. That doesn't seem right to me. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's I, really weird. You know, at first I just kind of thought they were chaperones, but you're right. It was just like a joint Halloween party yeah. for the whole town. Yeah. Only creepy people do that. Creepy paper. Don't like them creepy people. Jeffrey Jones is like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, Jared from Subway, come. <laughs> uh let's see yeah so kenny gets on his bike and he rides away back at elizabeth's house her mom is telling her she's the there's no such thing as trolls and you just quit fucking around yeah quit being a little bitch get your co- costume on and let's go but elizabeth is like okay but can you just check under the bed and her mom's like no how dare you ask for such a thing <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. There's nothing under the bed. So her mom leaves and uh, Elizabeth looks under the bed and there is something under the bed. <gasps> a teddy bear. Oh. And she's like, oh, Fluffy or whatever its name was. Picks it up, rolls over in bed and there's Trantor in her bed. Being all a creepy uncle. <laughs> he goes, when she screams, she's like, Yeah. <laughs> And he's always just like damp. Yeah. <laughs> moist. He's moist. He's got like snot coming out of his nose. He has the worst he's got post danglies. Yeah. <laughs> he's got danglies hanging off his ears that like drip. He, he, they even showed his hand and his hands were like gooey and stuff. Sticky. Yeah. What's he been doing? I don't want to know. No. But he grabs Elizabeth and he turns her into a doll. His, the mom should have checked under the bed. Her daughter would still be alive right now. If you would have listened yeah. for two fucking seconds. Parents, listen to your kids. Otherwise, they'll be taken by trolls and turned into wooden dolls. That's right. So Ernest is setting a giant bear trap 
This is the biggest goddamn. This it, would take the head off an elephant. Yeah, when I say giant, I mean like six feet across. Yes. And he's, you know, just like f- trying to force it open. And he, he finally gets it open. Uh, but he, he's he got Rimshot, who he's going to use as bait. Because he, he has Rimshot dressed as a yummy child. A yummy child. Uh, in a Cub Scouts uniform. <laughs> and he says, he says, you know, Rimshot, you're a cute dog. But you're an ugly little kid. <laughs> That offended the dog so much. Yeah, he gets it open. He's like, "Okay, bring me the stick." And Rimshot does not bring him the stick. No, he's like, called him. He said, "He said, you think I'm ugly? You can, you can go fuck yourself." Yeah, I know. I know you said I was cute before, but you know, you ended with me being ugly. So you know, we're fighting. And so we don't know exactly what happens, but we hear the trap snap shut, and we hear Ernest going, "Yeah." (laughs) <laughs> just yeah his goofy scream <laughs> i assume he got shot halfway across the town which is like That's two what blocks it sounded long. like yeah but so trantor follows Ernest to this little mini mart where Ernest is just buying like armloads of cupcakes snack cakes yeah. like ho-hos or cupcakes or something yeah hot ding dong yeah and, and <laughs> back when cupcakes were good from hostess they're like this big now. They're yeah. so small. Yeah, I hate that. And they cost like four bucks a pack now when they're like 50 cents a pack before. Yeah. I like the no-name cakes from uh, Mod Pizza. Ooh. Haven't had those in a while. But so, and, Oh, and Ernest is also buying us a couple things of chocolate milk. Yeah. Because he's 12. Yeah. And there wasn't a goddamn vegetable in that entire store. I'm sure there was somewhere. No, they, it's like a they, mini. It's a it's a bodega. It's not a grocery store. I assume that's where everybody buys their groceries in that town, though. <laughs> I mean, it did kind of seem that way. Yeah. But so the guy behind the counter, he sees Trantor and he freaks out and he like he's scared mute. He can't <laughs> even speak. <laughs> like, and so he starts like trying to act stuff out, and Ernest is just like, "Oh, charades! I love charades." But Ernest is just not getting what this guy's trying to say. No, he's like, are you Anne Frank? Deaf, dumb, and blind? <laughs> but this guy pulls out a shotgun, and Ernest is just like, oh, man, you take charades seriously. You play for keeps. <laughs> and so Ernest, like, you know, throws his hands up, and he drops all his ho-hos and, and uh, snowballs and whatever, uh, as well as the milk, and the milk kind of like starts going towards Trantor, and Trantor runs away. He's like, "Hey, this is the second run time." Away! Yeah, run away! <laughs> yeah, this is the second time that Trantor's run away from milk. Yes. So I'm I'm sensing a pattern here. Hmm. But so it's Halloween night. Uh, one of Kenny's friends. I don't know who this jabroni is. I don't think we've been introduced to him yet. I mean, he might have been in the class, but I don't think they said his name or anything. No, I don't think this kid had a name. But he's wearing this offensive Native American costume. Oh, boy. Uh, note to all our listeners out there, don't use cultural appropriation in your Halloween costumes, please. Yeah. You have three days to rectify this. Um, please rectify this. There is a weekend between you listening to this episode and Halloween. Use it. Use it wisely. Take your... Racist Halloween costume back. It's not funny. And get something more appropriate. 
Yes. But luckily, uh, this kid gets turned into a doll real quick. Thank Grantor God. Grantor comes up from behind, grabs him. So that's uh, that's four. That's right? four. And I loved when Trantor was like, surprise, motherfucker. Wait. No, he wasn't. It's been hilarious, though. I was going to say, wait a minute, this is PG. There's no way he's... <laughs> but he, he starts chasing Kenny. And... Uh, <laughs> this scene reminded me of the... the um, Blood and Ice Cream movies, the Cornetto trilogy, even though this oh, came yeah. 13 years before. But like Kenny jumps this garden fence and Trantor just runs, runs right through, through it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, all the parents are at Kenny's house talking to his dad, the sheriff, being like, where the hell are my kids? Like, I can't find my kids. I don't know where my kids are. My kids never came home from school, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, and he's just... He, this guy's the worst fucking cop. Well, I'm not the worst because cops shoot people, innocent people a lot. But well, this uh, guy was about to. this. This guy like does not want to do any police work whatsoever. No. He's just like, they're probably at the school. Don't worry about yeah. it. He's just like, nothing's wrong. This is Briarville, Missouri. We have 12 people who live here. All is well. All yeah. is well. But Ernest is driving in his garbage truck and all of a sudden the troll alarm goes off. And he's just like, oh, we got a troll alert. We got that honker head now. <laughs> that almost seems racist. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing it was because like half his face is his nose. That's true. I think he has two noses. He does have actually. two noses, four nostrils, all oozing slime. But so Ernest goes to the trap and it's it's all shut. And he's just like, ha ha, take that squid lips. Ernest has some some wild insults. Oh, he does. But so he takes the trap to the, the sheriff and he's just like, I got him. I got him, chief. He's out here in my truck. And so they go out and they open up the trap and it's the goddamn Murdochs. Those goddamn kids are getting into everything. Fucking trouble, man. They saw free kids. They're like, yeah, we're going to go fuck those kids up in that dumpster. Yeah, apparently. I don't know what they were going for. It wasn't like it said candy inside. No. But the sheriff is just like, hey, Ernest, you know, this is bullshit and uh, you're fired. Yeah. And again, I don't know how that's his his job. Can we talk about how the sheriff pulled out his gun for this <laughs> as they were opening the back of the truck? I'm Well, I mean, he thought it could have been a troll, I guess. That's true. But he didn't exactly put it away slowly when he realized it was kids. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, in his mind, best case scenario, it's a pedo, so. <laughs> Going to do a uh, desk pop right here. <laughs> Take one of the kids out. One less Murdoch in this town. <laughs> but so Ernest is, you know, he's sitting in the back of his truck. He's all depressed. And suddenly Rimshot bites his ankle and starts, like, you know, yanking on his pants. And this is just the kick in the ass that Ernest needs. He's like, you're right. He stands up and he's like, you're right. I'm a whirl and I never know when to quit. Just ask my fourth grade teacher. He never knew when. Flashes back to his fourth grade teacher. He's writing on the chalkboard. I don't know when to quit. I don't know when to quit. I don't know when to quit. (laughs) And his teacher says. He never knew when to quit. And then he he starts scratching the chalkboard. And she... 
His teacher smacks him in the back of the head. <laughs> Slams his head into the chalkboard. That wasn't his uh, first well, concussion. So we see Hackmore has her own wooden dolls. That's not creepy. Which, like this comes out of nowhere and doesn't get resolved until the very end. Like, and the way it gets resolved is like so thin. Yes. It's like she but, just knew this would work somehow, some way. Yeah. Okay, we'll get back to that. Yeah, we will. But so Ernest goes to the tree and he starts, he sees the pods. And he's like, oh, this reminds me of that movie, Brain Barnacles from Planet Tycor. Makes sense. It's classic. Is, is it a real movie? I don't think so. I, I Googled it just because I was like, what the hell? Did he say Tycor? Am I hearing that right? A Tide Pod? What? Tide Pod? Yeah. Brain Barnacles from the Planet Tide Pod. But he says, they look like Brussels sprouts. I hate Brussels sprouts. They did look like Brussels sprouts. Uh, but he, Trantor attacks, but Ernest like hits him with the truck door. <laughs> and he's, he drives away. And he says, you know, pretty soon kids won't have to worry about eating their Brussels sprouts because their Brussels sprouts will be eating them. Trantor slams down on the windshield, blows snot all over it. So gross. Ernest starts spraying this troll away spray hey, inside the cab. Yeah. So he's not even like hitting him with it. No, and it's probably just like raid. So he's just sucking in lungfuls of this is why he died of lung cancer. <laughs> but Trantor like slides off the, the top of the cab and Ernest is just like, oh, hey, it worked. But suddenly Trantor has a sword. He, he didn't have a sword at all before. no. But he conjured one. So somehow he found this sword and he starts stabbing it through the roof. Like it's butter. And Ernest gets on the CB and he's like, Mayday, Mayday, Christmas Day, Columbus Day. Any day. Trantor is just like, you will pay for the sins of your forefathers. <laughs> Ernest says, I didn't have forefathers. I only had one father and I wasn't that close with him. Oh, no. Poor Ernest. No wonder he turned out the way he did. <laughs> Ernest jumps up on the roof. Rimshot is now driving the truck. <laughs> Very well. Very well. I don't know how he's pressing the gas, but... I think it's in neutral. It's going so slow. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but he's steering. Ernest and Trantor are fighting in the in the bed of the truck. Uh, Ernest pulls out a thing of shears, and he tries to, like, sword fight with Trantor. But Trantor cuts the shears in half. But apparently that turns them into nunchucks. Yeah, that was weird. I thought I always thought they were sausages for the longest time. <laughs> I don't know why. But yeah, so he's like, you know, doing nunchuck tricks with the shears. Um, but he, Trantor like knocks him down. Ernest picks up this big pile of rope, throws it at Trantor, knocks him off the bed of the truck. So easy. You just like so here's some rope, and off yeah. you go. I mean, it's heavy. Big. He it's big, heavy, like fishing rope. Like it's yeah. not like regular rope. But so Rimshot throws it in reverse, backs over Trantor, but he's not there. Where did he go? Oh, I guess this is where this is right before he disappears when the truck first hits him. This is when Ernest says, "How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips?" It's like the iconic line. Kevin's favorite line. Not our Kevin. The other 
Kevin uh, Kevin Fiddler. Yeah, though from Henderson, the asshole Kevin. His favorite line. Uh, I lost my place. Booger lips. Booger lips. Uh, oh, Trantor pops up on the hood of the truck, smashes the windshield with his breath. It was pretty potent breath. He just like exhales this big cloud, like a like a like a fucking teenager vaping. Yeah, <laughs> just blowing clouds, bro. Yeah, vaping ain't cool, kids. Uh, try try my vape. Yeah, <laughs> new flavor, super cherry. Uh, yeah, I just I put in my notes. It's his death breath. Nice. You Ernest man. falls back, falls into a barrel. And Trantor pushes him off the truck. <laughs> Bye, kid. Ernest goes to Hackmore's place. He's still in the barrel, so he's like hopping up the stairs. It's because he got smashed by the Tula brothers in their van. Oh, that's right. The Tula brothers hit him with their van. Forgot to mention that part. So, yeah, so he's like pinned inside this barrel now. And so, yeah, he goes to Hackmore's. He knocks on the door with his head. <laughs> she opens the door. Of course, the door opens out. And so he falls backwards down the stairs again. Yeah. But he goes inside, and she has a giant, like a comically large can opener. That can opener is like six feet long. <laughs> and she's just like poking the side of the can with it, <laughs> like not accomplishing anything. No. But they notice that there's two pages in the book that are stuck together, which, you know, we know what that means. Yeah. Somebody was jerking off to this book. Jeffrey Jones has been in that house. <laughs> but so they, they peel him apart and the the hidden page uh, says that a, a troll can destroy itself with, and then the, there's a word and it's M-I and then there's like a spoogum rip K. Yeah. And so they're like M-I-K and of course, we, as the audience, not being complete morons, have already figured out it's milk. Right, yeah. Milk? No, that can't be it. <laughs> Mink? Mink? Mick? Hmm. Mizuka? But Ernest just like, oh, of course. Authentic Bulgarian Miak. <laughs> when I put milk on our shopping list, I put authentic Bulgarian Miak in its place. <laughs> But Hackmore turns around and she hits him with the back of the can opener. He rolls down the stairs again. <laughs> it's now time for the Halloween party at the school. Like we said earlier, the whole town is there. Kids, adults, everyone. Yeah, just being all creepy uncle upon each other. Yeah, the, this little girl arrives with her mom and she's dressed in this monkey costume and she's like, I hate this costume. And her mom's just like, well, suck it up. And the kid's just like, oh, I hate you. And her mom, who appears to be dressed as pizza. Yeah, she looks like a teenager. She's dressed as like a like a pizza employee, like a pizza restaurant employee. Right. But she has like ingredients painted on her face. Yeah. Oh, she's pizza face. Yeah. Is that the joke? I think that's the joke. But... She's just like, well, I'm not very fond of you either. And the little girl just goes, mommy, I'm sorry. Kids don't do that. And, you know, Hackmore sees this and she's just like, oh, Aww. unconditional love. 
the heart, heart of a child, child, which is repeated about 80 more times at the end <laughs> of the movie. And there's 15 minutes left. Meanwhile, Ernest tries to get into the party and he gets hit with the door twice. Poor Ernest. Uh, we see Trantor turn one of the Murdochs into a doll. So now he's got his five. Yep. And he does this in front of the whole town. So everybody believes Ernest now. Yeah. But Ernest, you know, he's, he's going to fight Trantor. And so he's like, all right, into the line, short change. Aloha. Sayonara. El Rancho Grande. Your history. Your Elvis. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, he also calls him Crater Face. Yeah. But then he pulls out this jar and uh, like it looks like a homemade like jam jar. Yes. It has like the thing on top that like pins it down, whatever that thing is. Yeah, the little handle thing. Yeah. To lock it into place. Uh, and it, on it, it says original Bulgarian Miak. Plain flavor. Apparently, this is a yogurt that Bulgarians actually put on pancakes. Wait, it's a real thing? It is a real thing, apparently, according to a podcast done by David Cross. So, now saying that out loud? (laughs) I'm 50-50 on it being a real thing. When you said David Cross, I kind of got a little leery. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at this website, moviesfilmsandflicks.com, and they have uh, a, a whole article on what Miak could be. But not what it actually is. But based, based on their assumptions is that it's it's a yogurt sauce. Yeah. You can apparently get uh, Miak candles. Huh. What does it smell like? Yogurt? <laughs> yogurt? Bulgarian yogurt from concentrate. Did it say that on the jar? Yeah, I'm I'm texting it to you right now. But so Ernest says, you know, eat meak. Uh, what does he call him? Oh, he says, eat meak and die. Yeah. But Trantor proceeds to just death breath Ernest backwards into the snack stand. Ernest gets all covered in it you know, popcorn and whatever. And he's just got milkshake all over him. So of course, Trantor comes up to kind of finish him off, sees the milkshake and just runs. He's like, Nope, that he's like, run away. That milkshake will not bring Trantor to the yard. (laughs) Yeah. I wrote that joke earlier today. Proud of that one. You would. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Trantor turns Rimshot into a little wooden doll. Okay. This is where, you know, when I was a kid and now it's when it it goes too far for me. You know, kill as many children as you like, but leave the dogs alone. Yeah. uh, Ernest is is heartbroken. As he should be. Well, yeah. It's his best friend. So, I mean, this Ernest is now he's out for blood. That troll is going to die a horrible, horrible death. And Ernest says, you know, my great, 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 great granddad put put that troll in a hole. And and so can I. And he says, somebody with a runny nose is going to die. <laughs> going to dig me a hole. Going to put a troll in it. <laughs> you couldn't 
rhyme troll with hole somehow? No, I was still in that line from The Simpsons where Nelson's digging a hole. He's like, going to dig me a hole. Going to put a nerd in it. (laughs) Dig up, stupid. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, But Kenny comes to the conclusion that mother's care from, from the book is milk. How the hell did he put nine and 472,618 together divided by he, the square root? He's a smart kid, I guess. Yeah. He's going to MIT one day, I assume. But so Ernest tracks down Trantor and says, you're one dead troll, you pint-sized sawed-off bucket mouth. Who? Back at the school, a mob has formed and they're like, well, you know, we're going to go get the troll and they get their pitchforks and their torches. He's heading to the old mill. <laughs> no, he's not. Let's go to the old mill anyway and get some cider. <laughs> Ernest is driving in his truck and he says, what good is a wooden dog? What am I going to name him? Splinter? I guess he's better for swimming. <laughs> uh, the kids form their own mob. <laughs> a little mini mob. I think this is the first time I've ever seen children form a death mob. <laughs> Trantor puts Murdoch in the tree, thus completing his collection. Rise, my children, rise. The fifth soul is now yours. But Ernest shows up and he's like, all right, it's time for troll squish kebab. Ooh. And he floors it and he slams Trantor into the tree. I love when he like goes to push the gas. He like brings his foot all the way up to his head like that's going to make a difference. <laughs> He smashes it. Yeah, he smashed that pedal. Just like you're going to smash this like button for when you uh, like this podcast. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but all suddenly all the pods start falling off the tree. And Ernest is doing his best to catch him. Instead of throwing him in the back of the truck, he just drops him on the ground, though. Yeah, there's well, there's so many. He can't hold on to them all, so he's yeah, he's dropping them left and right. And this is a big tree. I don't think we've described this tree as like fifty feet wide. Like it's a circumference of fifty feet. It's huge. Yeah, it's a big ass tree. But Trantor is is has disappeared at this point. He's not pinned in between the truck and the tree like he should be. But the pods start sinking into the ground. That's not good. And they're like glowing. And all of a sudden, they then start, like, bubbling back up. Ooh. And so Ernest, like, grabs a trash can lid, and he's trying to push him back down. <laughs> oh, what was But again, there's just there? too many of them. He had a line for that, and I can't remember it, but I remember, like, I actually laughing at it. I don't recall. Damn it. Uh, but so the kids, they're riding along on their bikes. One kid is dressed like the skeleton from Karate Kid. Yeah, he was. So they go to the bodega. And they just gather up all the milk. I like how the kids were running, riding through there. And he had his like arm out as he's like riding by the milk and like, you know, the milk's going everywhere. And then in like the next shot, the milk is like perfectly placed in the basket of his bike. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, let's see. Ernest, meanwhile, is fighting all the all the pods have grown into full grown trolls. And there are some cool trolls. Did you notice the one? troll in the background that kind of came up and like pose supermodel-ish with the huge rack. No. Yeah, go back and watch the trolls coming out of the ground. There's some cool looking ones. There's also some really cheesy looking ones. Some of them look a lot like killer clowns from outer space. That's what I... Especially the one with the big lobes. Yeah, or the one with the big nose. Yeah. 
And some of them, like, you can tell they just phoned in the costumes. Like, They're just like background trolls. Yeah. <laughs> but Ernest is fighting him off with a baseball bat. And these things go down so hard. <laughs> All the adults arrive. The mayor's got a shotgun and he points it at this troll, but the troll grabs it and like, you know, it's a double barrel and he like pulls the barrels apart and bends them backwards. Ties it into a knot, I assume, out of frame. Uh, I put in my notes, one in ten, was it two? Any idea what that means? Oh, oh, Ernest tells one of the trolls, pick a number between one and ten. Oh, yeah. And he goes, was it, t- was it two? And he pokes him in the eyes. <laughs> Is that your interpretation of the noise the troll yep. made? Okay. You know, I don't do accents or noise as well. I am not Michael Winslow <laughs> or Jay Farrow. But Ernest looks down out of the treehouse and he sees all the adults fighting with the trolls. And he goes, oh, no, they're going to blame this on me. I think you have, you know what? That's cool. They're probably all going to die at this point. Yeah, probably. But the Tulip Brothers, they're focused on getting pictures to sell to the Inquirer. <laughs> money, 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 money. If you haven't picked up on it now, the tr- the Tulip Brothers are giant con men. Yes. If they could get 10 bucks for snake oil, they will get 10 bucks for snake oil. Yeah. Those charlatans. But so Ernest picks up a bowling ball. And he's like narrating it. You know, Worrell <laughs> steps up to the line. It looks like a sort of very, uh, you know, very difficult 7-10 split. Can he do it? There's the signature Worrell twist. I was like. And then he takes it. He's like. Hmm? It's like when I first saw that, even now, it's like he just broke his fingers in his wrist. <laughs> and he doesn't actually twist the ball. He just kind of wipes yeah. his fingers on it. And then he throws it and it goes through a basketball hoop and hits this guy. This guy dressed as a bumblebee who has a troll on his back, who has a troll on his back. He doesn't hit the troll. No. He hits the guy. He hits the bumblebee man, not the Simpsons bumblebee man. No. I can't aye, aye, aye. <laughs> and, but, but Ernest is just like, you know perfect or whatever yeah who do you think you are i am <laughs> <laughs> then he has this bowling trophy he goes oh i want to thank each and every one of you for this bowling trophy thank you thank, thank you, you thank, thank you, you thank, thank you, you thank you thank you thank you and then it cuts back to him <laughs> in fourth grade the teacher's like he didn't know when to quit <laughs> scraping paint off my wall <laughs> That's how far I go for you guys on this podcast. Hope you appreciate it. Uh, so there's two trolls and they're just chasing Ernest in a circle around the treehouse. You know, the the treehouse wraps around the tree. So the tree comes up through the middle and they're chasing him around the tree. And it's very Benny Hill. Very Benny Hill. Like as I'm watching it, I'm just like. They should put that in. They might as well have. And this scene goes on for a while. Yeah. Like he's like jumping through the middle of the tree and then he starts chasing them. And then he like splits them up and makes them run into each other. And it goes on for a while. Right. But this, this troll handcuffs the sheriff to his squad car, takes his gun, empties the bullets out. There's like four bullets, maybe. Yeah. That go into his mouth at least. It's like a six shooter. Yeah, it's a six shooter at best, and and it's not, I don't think it's fully loaded. So let's no. just say four bullets. 
And yeah, he eats him. And this other troll comes up behind him and starts hitting him in the back of the head with a two by four, (laughs) causing him to fire bullets. And apparently from chewing up four bullets, he can fire like 12. Yeah, they become infinite bullets. Yeah, but he can't hit shit. No. Well, there's no. He is standing three feet away from the sheriff and he can't hit him. And they think it's the greatest time. Oh, yeah, they think it's hilarious. Uh, the mini mob arrives, the kids on their bikes, and they've got squirt guns filled with milk. And so Kenny jumps in front of his dad. His dad's like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, don't worry, I, I got this. Ted pulls out a super soaker, sprays these two trolls in the face. And this this effect is, it's not great, but it's not terrible. It's, it's, For 1991, and what I assume is not much of a budget, uh, it's pretty decent. Yeah, $9 million budget for this thing. They, like, spin really fast. It, you know, it actually yeah. it feels kind of killer clowns from outer space. It does. It really does. They kind of spin really fast, and then there's, like, these, uh, like, rays that kind of in, encircle them. And then they just apparently turn into a pile of, like, guts. Viscera. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's it's the closest thing to gore in this movie. Yeah, it's like bubbling goo is what they turn into. Yeah. But so Kenny finds Ernest, and Ernest is like, how'd you do that? And he goes, oh, it's the milk. It eradicates them. It gets rid of them, too. <laughs> and so then Ernest like takes a big swig of milk and spits it on a troll, and he turns into goo. There was like a bucket full of milk that hit this troll. Yeah, that was much more than, he's, than he put in his mouth. Yeah. But he's like, sayonara, snotwad. And then, yeah, he sees him melt. He does the classic Ernest. Meanwhile, Trantor is down below the the tree. And he is summoning ancient demons. Ancient evil demons. Evil. From the fruits. summoning the fruits. Of the dead. Evil. Ernest proceeds to do another round of his his costume <laughs> montage, costume merry-go-round, uh, where he's you know talking about fighting the trolls, uh, and the the like old lady in the neck brace character pours milk on these trolls and is just like you should be happy. There's little trolls in China that don't even get milk. <laughs> And then the, the the Mount Rose woman like sprays him with hairspray. And she's like, hairspray can fix anything. <laughs> uh, they then set up this yogurt catapult, which apparently yogurt has enough dairy in it, I guess. Yeah. I thought maybe it was cottage cheese, but then I saw there was like a strawberry on the side of the container. Yogurt? I hate yogurt, especially with strawberries. Do they say that in this? No, but they say it in another movie we're doing. Oh, what movie? Spaceballs. Oh, man. Tells you how long it's been since I've seen Spaceballs. God damn it, Taylor. God damn it, Taylor. But yeah, so they're like catapulting yogurt at these trolls. And then uh, the like World War II pilot guy, a character of Ernest, is just like, it's time for the device. The doomsday device. And the, the doomsday device, they make it out to be this like big major thing. But it's... It's like two mailboxes in a milk crate with balloons tied to it. Yeah, It's not and impressive. So they, 
No, it's really not. They make it seem like it's going to be like this. It's going to be a drone. giant thing. Yeah. that's going to like wipe out all the trolls, but like also the people somehow. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a nuke is what's going to happen. Yeah. Here. That's the way they make it seem. But no, it's just two mailboxes full of milk cartons that they drop on the last, the remaining two trolls. There's only two trolls left. I don't know why they needed the doomsday device to begin with. There was only two trolls left. No, you literally could have just taken the cartons out of the milk, out of the mailboxes and just like thrown them on them. Yeah. It's like, here, take this. Drink it. Yeah. Drink it now, kid. Drink it, fucker. (laughs) You know, you like the white stuff. Ew. Uh, so Trantor gets his extra strength, which is uh, he he doesn't get any bigger. His claws do. He just gets his claws get bigger, and he, his danglies get bigger <laughs> on his ears. His ear hang downs. <laughs> I got my own hang down. <laughs> you need to touch yours, kid. <laughs> that's really it he just gets like bigger ears and bigger claws yeah and like the things move on their own now they're like just yeah wiggly wiggly things but apparently he's now immune to milk yeah he is invincible as he said yeah uh but he he shows up and uh he like sets this ring of fire around the tree this is moat of fire a moat keep all the (laughs) A moat. A moat. Road. Roads. 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 A weird word. <laughs> so he keeps all the like all the, the other adults and stuff back. Uh, he turns Kenny into a into a doll. Kenny had it coming. Kicks Ernest out of the treehouse. He got booted out of that treehouse. Yeah, but he starts monologuing, of course, because he's a villain. He's standing there being like, oh, I am Trantor, fear me, blah, 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 suck my balls. No, those are moist too. <laughs> God only knows what they're dripping with. Ew. <laughs> but Ernest, like he gets up and he grabs a, a milk cart and he's just like, come on, you son of a bitch. He doesn't say that because this is a PG movie. Yeah. He says things that are much more earnest. Yeah. But- and I don't mean that in like a... Uh, like a legitimate, a legitimate. I mean, like Ernest himself, like Ernest P. Worrell. <laughs> and you know, he's holding the milk, but then it, it dawns on him that uh, unconditional love, love of a child, the heart of a child, unconditional love, love heart, the heart of, a child. of a child. He gets it. Unconditional love. He gets it. The heart of a child. He understands. And so he grabs Trantor, picks him up. And starts dancing with him. Come here, little fella. <laughs> Swings him around, grabs him by the face, and just plants a big old oh, kiss on him. Still grosses me out. There's so much Pulls away, slime. and there's there's a big slime thing between their two mouths. And of course, Ernest once again says, E-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-
whatever hackmore yeah this is where hackmore's dolls apparently come back to life and i was just like how old is she because they look like they're from the uh what did it say years ago or long ago yeah they look they look like they're from long ago they look like they could be like not pilgrims like settlers in in the west is what they look like. Yeah. yeah. So this is like, you know, late 1700s, early 1800s. So at least 100 years old. But they all recognize Hackmore. Yeah. She's like, oh, hey, sis. What's up? They do say, "Why? how'd you get so old? Yeah. And she's like, oh, we have stories. But Ernest is leaning against the truck. He's just, you know, very distraught. Hackmore comes up and she's like, what's, what's the matter, Ernest? And he goes... There's nothing in that tree for me. Oh, that was like so sad. It was, dude. But heartwarming moment. Rimshot jumps out of the cab of the truck, comes running up, jumps into Ernest's arms. They're reunited. Yay! That's the end of the movie. Yeah. At the end, I think of uh, the Craig Robinson line from um, Zach and Mary Make a Porno as they're like, you know, Rim shots looking earnest in the face and they slowly melt down and like Hackmore's looking at them like basically making out on the ground this is off scene I'm just like don't fuck the little dog little dog don't like that <laughs> <laughs> and then she like looks at the camera too just like oh those two I almost expected like a slide wipe like a close in like a cartoon um there's I don't remember what show it was on, but there was a, a skit that was like reverse get out. It was like a white guy and a black family. Oh, I don't think I've seen this. And like at one point, somebody's talking about how weird white people are. They're like, they kiss their dogs on the oh. mouth. <laughs> That's what I thought of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Yeah. So that's Ernest Scared Stupid. Kevin, tell us why you love it. It's, I'm a very nostalgic person, especially around Halloween. It was like one of the big holidays for me and my family. We always love dressing up and decorating. I mean, we decorated my house for Halloween in September this year. <laughs> I think September 20th when the, the Halloween decorations came out. Um, and I was a big fan of the Ernest movies as a kid. Um, and like I said, I hadn't seen this in forever. I still laugh at it. it it's... It's stupid on so many levels. It's a it's a pasta thin storyline that doesn't make sense for the most part, but it's funny. And it and Trogdor, Trogdor, Trantor. <laughs> it was one of the coolest looking monsters I had ever seen in a movie up to this point. The, the, yeah. I I would say like 90% of the budget went to the makeup. For Trantor. Almost a Trogdor again. <laughs> yeah, Trantor's a badass looking troll. Um, and then some of the other trolls, like I said, some of them look good. It was it was clear there was like tiers of the other trolls. And it was like, these are the ones that are going to be close up. Yeah. These are the ones that are going to be in the background. <laughs> yeah. These are ones taking a baseball bat to the face. And these ones are not. But yeah, definitely go back. It's, funny, and- like, it's the same thing yeah. in zombie movies. In zombie movies, you can always like see the background zombies are just like people in masks. Yep. Like they don't even get makeup. No, they're just like here, there's five dollars, throw this on. Yeah. But yeah. 
I like this movie. Um, I, it definitely will become part of the rotation again. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, it, it's been more than 20 years since I've seen it. So, Yeah, um, like I said, I didn't like all the Ernest movies. In fact, I would say I didn't like most of the Ernest movies, but this one is definitely the top one for me, yeah. which probably shouldn't come as a surprise because of my affinity for horror movies. Um, but yeah, like like some of the Ernest movies get a little too out there, like in prison when he like can shoot lightning bolts out of his fingers. Yeah. This one, I mean, despite the presence of a supernatural troll, doesn't get too out there. Like it's it's a monster movie, yeah, but um it's kind of grounded in reality a little bit in lore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's rules. Yeah. You know, it's not it doesn't really seem like it's making stuff up as it goes along. No. It does seem like there's uh, established rules from the beginning. Right. It's like this that, has to happen for this thing to go away. And that's exactly what happens. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I think this movie is uh, it's it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But it's an earnest movie. And uh, if you're expecting all earnest movies are stupid. Yeah. If you're expecting cinematic masterpiece, you will not get this. But I mean, one thing that we've been pretty uh, prevalent about on this show is that things can be stupid and still be funny. Exactly. And we have a whole so, host of movies coming up like that. Well, sometimes this podcast is stupid, but I still think it's funny. Yeah, I laugh at us. I think we're hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't really have an excuse not to watch this movie because it's on YouTube for free. And if you don't know what YouTube or free are, um, go bury yourself under an oak tree. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like I said, this this is in my rotation for annual watches. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and try and act like it's a, an amazing movie or be like, oh, you you haven't seen Ernest Scared Stupid? What are you doing with your life? You can, yeah, I won't say. But it's 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 fun. It's 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 dumb fun. That's what it is. But like I said, it's still. Uh, it, it's still a monster movie at heart, so it still has all those like monster movie tropes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not scary, obviously, no. but it's not like poking fun at monster movies. It's it's not uh, a parody. It's like a, it's a child's monster movie, and I think it yeah. does really well at that with some good comedy mixed in. And it, yeah. and again, the makeup effects are top notch on some of these trolls. Yeah, especially Trantor. Especially Trantor. There has been between Trantor. And the movie Troll, there was not probably a better troll ever. Trantor is number one for many years. Until Bowie. Until Bowie. (laughs) Okay, uh, that's going to wrap things up for us. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you have a uh, safe and happy Halloween. Hope you guys are going out wearing costumes, getting candy, partying. Party on. We'll be back next week. Uh, if, if you enjoyed this this podcast, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. It does help if you put something in the text box. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, tell us your troll name. Tell us uh, your favorite flavor of Miak. There's many kinds. Do you get it straight from the source? Do you have a Miak candle? I would like to know this. Tell us where you buy your Miak. Yeah, I'm very, very intrigued by this. Uh, yeah. Also, you know, if you're listening somewhere else, 
rating and review goes real far there too. Also make sure you subscribe to the show so you get new episodes. You can also follow us on social media. Uh, you can check us out at Cult of Splat. There's links to all our profiles, but we're just, we're Cult of Splat everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can follow me personally. I am on Twitter and Instagram as the Taylor Bartle and Kevin is. I am Kevin Niscota on Twitter and Niscoda, D-U-H on Instagram. And have you noticed there are so many fake lady bot accounts following you lately because i've literally had 50 this week dude i yeah i i keep seeing oh you have a new follower and i go and look at it and it's like some chick in a bikini with 12 follow or with uh 12 following yeah but like 400 followers and they're all just like thirsty dudes yeah thirst traps yeah and they have like no tweets none it's just them in bikini pictures but hey, if you're a hot girl in a bikini and you are following us, thank you. <laughs> if you're real, we appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying the show. Okay. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, you know, you can donate to the show on PayPal uh, or we have merchandise for sale. I'm going to put up a All Kevins Are Assholes shirt here soon. Uh, I also put up a shirt based on last week's episode that I, I am seriously contemplating buying. You should. It, I, I think I should. Yeah, it's going to go well for our future uh, theme park. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you check us out again next week. Until then, see ya. Bye. Bye.